hope you all had a very wonderful Merry Christmas and that your stockings were stuffed with games, Turtle Beach products, and cyberpunk dick pics. Yeah, thanks Turtle Beach for rewarding all the good boys and girls out there, and thanks CD Projekt Red. I'll never look at Keanu the same again. <laughs> no, I'm not Chris Kringle, but I am your host Chris Puckett, and I do have some presents for you if I can figure out this new Warzone map. But before we can get to that, we need to talk about how cyberpunk landed on the naughty list. Okay, so here's what happened. Sony removed Cyberpunk 2077 from the PlayStation Store. Why? Just after one week of the game's highly anticipated launch, Sony pulled the game because players reported numerous issues on the last-gen consoles while playing. These issues included bugs, poor graphics, glitches, with one glitch having characters' penises bursting through their clothing and detaching. So be careful, guys. The game will not only knock your socks off, might knock your cocks off as well. <laughs> and Mr. D for developer over there. Yeah, you CD Projekt Red. I know you are excited to release the game with all that energy and hype building up to a massive climax release with a lot of disappointing foreplay and delays. But next time, keep it in your pants. <laughs> Cyberpunk hasn't been the only game experiencing unique glitches. Yep, Call of Duty Cold War's new Season 1 released, and with it came some shiny new attack helicopters that have one small, tiny glitch. That glitch? Well, players used an exploit to turn themselves invisible by self-reviving after crashing their helis. The result was hilariously frustrating. Check this out. I see enemies down below, so what I do is I get ready to kill myself. So what you want to do is you want to switch seat. And then as you're about to die, so right here, as you're about to die, switch to the gun seat. And you see that little animation of me holding the gun. Um, once you do that, it's the indication that it worked. You self-res. Uh, as I said, I'm not sure. Maybe if there was a teammate nearby, he could res me. If you have a look up on the minimap right now, that I don't have an icon for myself. Uh, I have my FOV, but I have no actual icon. As you can see, I'm walking in here. He's definitely checking his angles. He sees... I, I'm not sure if I appear on the heartbeat. I don't know. He sees the other teammate. Um, right there. So, well, not my teammate. He sees the enemy. So, as you can tell, um, he has no idea I'm here. Um, it's It really is absolutely disgusting. And I think even my teammate was a little confused. He was, like, walking around looking for me. Um, I don't think he quite knew what was going on. It's absolutely broken. I shoot him a couple more times. He's a bit confused. And you can tell, like, right here, he has no idea what's going on. This guy had no idea, didn't see me. That guy didn't see me. You know, no one can see you. Absolutely, completely invisible. Fortunately, Call of Duty quickly removed the glitch and even returned XP tokens that they took away from players for the Season 1 update. The whole time, Activision must have been thinking, Well, we took away their XP, gave them killer death helicopters. If we only gave them back a few tokens, maybe they'll muster up that fighting spirit again. Right, old chap? Stiff up a lip. Jolly old. I don't know why I just did a British accent for executives based out of a company in Santa Monica, California. The meeting probably sounded a lot more like this. Yo, bro, we took away their XP. Now they're like totally defenseless against the killer birds. They'd have a better chance of the 405 getting off at sunset than taking a run on Ventura and extracting a wheelchair. Are you serious? Totally, Stuart. <laughs> Microsoft Flight Simulator is back in the headlines. 
Yeah, that's right, Timmy. There's now more of you. The flight sim hit two million players. Which is pretty incredible. I mean, the game launched on August, hitting 1 million players in September and doubled its player base in just three months. And as of today, the game gets a winter update that adds real-time snow effects and adds VR support to the game, making it one of the most ultimate VR flying experiences. All I can say is, look out, Molly. We need to clear the living room again. <laughs> Scandinavia, here we come, baby. And helping me fly to Norway and back in time for tonight's show is Turtle Beach. Seriously, thanks for hooking us up with the aviation headsets and for sponsoring tonight's show. We have a Super Bowl 50 world champion on the show tonight, the place kicker for the Denver Broncos. Give it up for Brandon McManus. Thanks, Turtle Beach, for sponsoring this interview. And Brandon, so glad we could have you on the show tonight. Thanks for being here, man. Thank you. I'm excited to be here, guys. So, Brandon, you have one of the best legs in the NFL, but your throwing arm, well, let's just say if you had a better haircut, you could be Uncle Rico's son. What was going on here? You know, having fun. It was, uh, I believe, it was two years ago or something. I was doing a, a fun partnership uh, with a company called Shinesty, and just kind of build my brand, doing some a bunch of fun, outrageous stuff. And uh, with with that, me acting like I'm a quarterback, throwing it around, uh, missing it on purpose a couple times. Like I'm, I think I'm good and stuff like that. So uh, just having a ton of fun. Um, you know, I'm, I'm dreaming about being in the NFL as a kid and uh, having this opportunity to do what I do now and. I want to have fun with it and enjoy myself at the same time. I love your Instagram, man. With all the QBs out, though, in week 12, were you ready to be the next man up? <laughs> I, I, I made my, my push for it with the coaches. I, was, I had all of their, their cell phone numbers that week on speed dial. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, I, you know, it was an unfortunate situation there with us in Denver. But, um, you know, I was really putting my hat in there. And uh, during that game, I, I had my longest field goal in my career, 58 yards. And afterwards, I kind of celebrated like I was a quarterback. Did my, my drop back and throw, too. So, um, you know, love playing in the NFL. I, I grew up, obviously, playing quarterback, too. Kind of as my – I wasn't great at quarterback. That's why I became a kicker. So, um, it, it was uh, – would love at some point to get one snap or a fake field goal or something out there. I want to see it. I know our fans do, too. And it doesn't matter if you missed in the video. You were missing in style. I mean, that – playing card for a coat. It's totally baller, and it's just one of the many ensembles that you have showed off online. So were you always into fashion, even when you're back at Temple, or when did you become a fashionista? Uh, I wasn't. I, I liked kind of sometimes, but I wasn't all about it because I'm all in now with it. Um, but even in my first two years in the league, I dabbled here or there, but my suits still weren't great. Uh, my, my total outfits weren't great either. So um it just it finally clicked, and, you know, man, I'm really passionate about this. Uh, with uh, Love every style that people bring, uh, whether it's more of like sweatpants style or, or some people call it hipsters with the, with the folded up um, kind of beanie caps or straight, you know, uh, lapel suits and every, everything. I, 
I really uh, will go from one end of the spectrum all the way to the other. Um, sometimes I've even I've fallen in love with this woman's shirt, and then I've taken it to a tailor to you know tailor to me. Uh, that's what I wore two weeks ago when I had an all royal blue with a, a jaguar cheetah uh, dress shirt underneath it. So um, anything that I think would look good, you know, I try to create an ensemble for it, and I kind of do it last minute. I, I purchase things that are random, and then last minute, right before I have to go on the plane or this or that. I just throw it together, and somehow, fortunate enough, it's worked out pretty well. It's definitely been working out well. Now, we had Dion Dawkins on the show. He was talking about a snowflake rating, but we haven't seen him rate you yet. How would you describe your fashion style, and where do you get your inspiration? It's a shame that Dion Dawkins hasn't done me yet when we were college teammates, too. Come on, you know, Dion. You'd think that he would do it, and, and if he doesn't give me, I think it's up to five, I think, if I recall with him. Yep. I'm not a five, then, uh, you know, I'll have to remove his Christmas card this year or something, you know. Uh, but, no, he, he's great. I love, you know, his commentary on fashion, too. Uh, like I said, everyone's got these different styles, and, and I love, you know, watching these guys each and every week. And uh, I try to pull things from each of them because, you know, my style is everything. I want to be able to do everything. It's, it's simply incredible. I absolutely love it. And 2021 is coming up. With that comes a new wardrobe budget for yours truly. So what would you do? What suggestions do you have to help level up these suits? No, I, I like the kind of textured navy you got there. I think that's a cool look. Uh, and especially a lot of people are, will be scared to put the black tie with the navy. So I'll give you props for that. Uh, it's not it's not 1950s when it was tough to match you know blue and black so uh, you could definitely do it now but I think a, a splash of color every now and then I have some royal suits I have some red suits um, some green and yellow I would suggest yellow uh, I think that'll pop in and be a, a good color coming up uh, yellow and black maybe mix it with some gray I think would be a great look suits are great and all but jewelry is where it's really at so do you keep your 2016 Super Bowl ring stored safely in a vacuum sealed vault like Tom Brady does? Or are you busting this rock out to complement your fashion attire? Uh, I wish I had a vault that had more rings like he does. Uh, that would be uh, sweet. But uh, no, I, I have it in a safe, um, you know, in my house. And it, to be honest with you, it is is big. And when you shake people's hands, when you meet people, you, that's usually when I bring it out for events or my friends' weddings. They want me to do it uh, so their family can see it, take photos with, and stuff like that. But it, it's pretty big uh, and kind of a nuisance to wear at times. So I really don't wear it often other than the events. So other than that, I keep it you know, locked away in a safe. And um, you know, I, don't, I haven't probably looked at it in over a year with all these COVID events. So I haven't uh, you know, kind of shut everything down. Right. Keep it safe. Well, I think you're a great guy for busting it out for the weddings. You're a good friend there. But tell me about the big game. We got to talk about it because you are always known as one of the biggest legs in the game and one of the most accurate kickers since your rookie year. But did you feel any extra pressure kicking in the most watched game of the century? Yeah, growing up wanting to play football and to be in that moment was, was so surreal, especially for my family. I think they you know, enjoyed it more than I did, to be honest with you. But uh, the one thing I always say, I get asked that question because, you know, I still was, it was my sophomore year coming off uh, a not so great rookie year, like you kind of mentioned there. And uh, it was unique because it was on the West Coast. So when the Super Bowl starts up, it's based off of East Coast time and it, the sun was out still. So I didn't really grasp the magnitude of the game, really. So I was able to kind of mentally psych myself out in the reverse way to help myself uh, that it was just a normal game like it was because during the the warm-ups and everything in the, the original game where I kicked all my field goals in the first half, it was pretty sunny out. 
Now, when I came out at halftime and Beyonce and Coldplay were performing, I could see the theatrics that were going on. I said, wow, this is not like any other game. Uh, but fortunate enough, I had already been pretty comfortable in uh, and sitting in kind of a nice routine. So uh, I, I really wasn't nervous because I kind of had that unique experience of, of it was daylight and I thought it was like almost every other game. Our executive producer, Travis, was a walk-on field goal kicker at USC back in the day when he was kicking for Pete Carroll. He had his own routine, but what is yours? How do you get yourself in the zone? You know, I'm not superstitious. A lot of people think kickers might be or quarterbacks. You know, some people say, oh, do you wear the same underwear or something for the game? But uh, no, I just each and every day is different. You know, it, it, kicking has a lot to do with skill, but it has a lot to do with mental reps and and luck at times because you know we're kicking aiming for such a small part of the ball and if we miss that part by even centimeters you know we might miss the field goal by five yards so at times there is a, there is a sense of luck in that but uh, each game I go into with with the utmost confidence in myself and I think that's key to have uh, especially at the kicking position knowing that uh, at any second the game could come down to you. Well you've been a monster in 2020 and although the stadiums aren't as loud as they used to be you still see a lot of the super fans from South Park showing up in Denver. So do you have a favorite animated cheerleader that's behind those goalposts? Yeah, I got a lot of shout outs that game, especially when they showed up. They've, they've been there supporting us all season now. But uh, the first game when they went up there, uh, you know, a lot of people were trying to tell me to don't hit Kenny or to take Kenny out. But <laughs> uh, no, it's such a cool thing that they're able to do that stuff like that throughout the country. Uh, obviously, it's unfortunate that we haven't had fans this year. And uh, being at games is one of the, the coolest memories I've had as a kid growing up. So uh, hopefully we'll have fans back next year. But uh, I've, I've enjoyed seeing those South Park characters up there. We see a lot of people in New York City giving back during the holiday season and around the country, but you've been giving back all year round. So tell us about your foundation, Project McManus. Yeah, so my, my foundation I started last year is called Project McManus, which benefits at-risk and disadvantaged youth here uh, in Colorado, where I currently reside and play. And uh, it re revolves around, around food. Obviously, we talked about fashion earlier, but I'm a big foodie as well. Uh, each city we go to, away uh, games, usually I'm able to go out and eat dinner. And a lot of the teammates always come with me or they ask me for recommendations because I'm kind of the local food critic now too. And um, so my event last year, I did a kind of kick it in the kitchen where I cooked, brought some of my teammates to cook with us and we raffled off or auctioned off um, opportunities to cook with the players as well. Wasn't able to do that this year with COVID. So uh, I kind of want to continue to do something food revolving and uh, the last three weeks we kind of came up with kind of an adopt a restaurant type deal uh, where my foundation and I have uh, donated five thousand dollars of the first orders uh, to eat to restaurants nominated by the citizens here in Denver and it gives an opportunity for the restaurants to, to pay their workers and, and hopefully salvage their business as well as uh, give an opportunity for people in need who, who can't afford meals uh, during this this tragic time to get some free meals as well. So uh, we, we've done uh, first two restaurants already, and we'll follow up our third restaurant next Tuesday, the 29th. Dude, that's so awesome. I, I love the charity work you're doing, and I've been trying to convince my wife we need to get an apartment in Denver. If I do eventually move, where am I eating? Uh, my favorite restaurant is, is called Cholan. Uh, it's it's kind of, they say it's a Vietnamese-based uh, restaurant, but it's more of just a total Asian infusion. And uh, top to bottom, the menu is, is truly incredible. Um, you know, some, there's some kaya toast that, 
that seems like it's dessert, but it's an appetizer to the lamb chops, to these soup dumplings that they make uh, that when you bite into them, it's like having a whole cup of French onion soup. Uh, it's one of my favorite places. I need that. I need that right now. Well, this month, I saw your teammate, Von Miller. He was blowing up Twitch. He was gifting 100 subs to Nick Merck's chat. He was all over the place, and he ended up giving away 500 signed items on his stream. Are all of the Broncos gaming and streaming these days? I, I, obviously, Twitch has blown up, and, and the streaming and gaming has, has continued to grow. And you know, like I said, a, a lot of these guys, like I did with my a uh, couple years ago shooting that funny QB video, these guys are trying to build their brands and, and have uh, passions outside of football as well. And uh, just you know, letting their fans kind of dive into more of their life, which is a unique and cool thing that these, these players are doing nowadays. And uh, I've, I've been fortunate enough to have been on Vaughn's stream a bunch of times. And he kind of, I'm kind of like his, his host, almost like where you're interviewing me. I'm almost interviewing him for his, uh, his stream. So, uh, but gaming has been, been an awesome time to spend extra time with your, your teammates. And um, it's been a lot of fun to play with some of our fans as well. When you're playing with the fans and when you're playing with Vaughn, what's the game of choice? Uh, right now, we're, we're big into the war zone. I know Vaughn plays Madden a lot as well. Um, I, I don't stick to sports games as much. I like FIFA and I like NHL. To me, those are the two best sports games. Uh, but right now, we're playing a bunch of Call of Duty, Warzone, and everything, and uh, you know, trying to get good at it. You sound like me, man. You didn't name NBA 2K. You're on my good side. All right, so, Brandon, we got to talk about Call of Duty. What's your favorite? How long have you been playing the shooters? Well, I've been playing shooters since I uh, grew up. Kind of my original game was on the uh, original Nintendo was Duck Hunt. Okay. Was, uh, it's not a first-person shooter like Call of Duty is. It's uh, a little different, but I grew up on that, and I grew up on Nintendo 64. I was a huge fan. To me, my my best game to this date still is Nintendo 64 Super Smash Brothers. Uh, I know they host the tournament uh, for Smash Brothers, but they use the GameCube controllers. So I'm not skilled in that. But if I was able to somehow play with a Nintendo 64 controller, I feel like that is my best chance at, at uh, gamer uh, glory, is, is that. Uh, and then Call of Duty played Halo on the original Xbox and... Been, been, I've been an Xbox guy after Nintendo 64 my whole life. Um, and Halo to Call of Duty's original Modern Warfare since now this Warzone. I love that. And have you had time to play much? I know you're in the middle of your season. So have you been able to play the new update in Call of Duty? Yeah, I've, I've played, uh, you know, at nighttime. And, and uh, once I put the kids to bed, you know, I've kind of certain nights that I might play. And when Vaughn asked me to stream and stuff like that, uh, I always try to make time for that. And uh, I've enjoyed the new update, the um, big war zone. I, I have uh, over 50 something wins, but it's not my style as well. I'm more of that action pack guy. So this rebirth island has been uh, huge for me. Um, already have 20 something plus wins in, in a couple days. It's it's much more for me um, in that action pack. 20 plus wins in the last few weeks. Well, that is great news because that's exactly where we're headed. You ready to frag out? Let's do it. All right, man, grab your turtle beaches and get that good stretch in. It's game time. As always, thanks for sponsoring this gameplay, Turtle Beach. Now, Brandon, before we enter the game, I have to present you with our sponsor's official challenge for us. And here it is. The official Turtle Beach challenge this week is for you to stay alive long enough for me to drop in five times. No pressure here. <laughs> no, but seriously, we have to beat up on the Christmas noobs and put a W through the uprights. You accept? I accept it. Let's do this. 
Easy stuff. If we succeed, then Turtle Beach releases promo codes for a 10% discount off all of their products. So we got to win tonight. Brandon, it's time to game Rebirth Island. Let's get this first dub. I might go for the second chopper, boys. Uh, this one should be free. Actually. That one should be free. On the side? Okay. He beat me to it. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna die. I got scared and went in the water. On the Way other side off. of construction here. All right. Oh no! A jump, bad jump, bad jump by me. Put the cluster over there on them. Two of them just dropped back above us as well. What is this thing? You guys staying low ground or what are you thinking? Yeah, this guy's still here. Yeah, he is. All right, I got a dip. Running to you guys. What am I stuck on? Uh, One underneath us to the right. We could probably catch him on the stairs. We dodged the bounty. I got some. This guy in that last tent. Last tent. Nice. His buddy's here, Dave. One Left side of the building. Got him. Yep, one right in there. Yep. Nice. What's the move, boys? Go up there. Right, let's go up there. You going this way? You sneak attack him this way. Lit, dead. Um, oh. It might be above us. Coming up. I dipped outside for a second. Upstairs to the left. You guys got any grenades or anything? If not, I'll, I'll full send it. Yep, they're up here. Oh, no. That ain't good. It's an ambush attack. 
It's an ambush. They're waiting for us. There's a lot. There's a lot. Don't do it. There's three of them ambushing. Can you mark that gun for me? Oh, yeah. Surprise, nerd! Let's go. Oh, that should—that wasn't smart. <laughs> There's one inside the little room to the right, and one straight back. Throwing frag. Throwing frag. Alright, so they're still so, in that same room you saw them in. They're all just playing different corners. Yeah. I was thinking about just hopping back out to get my loadout since I haven't got it. I can meet Chris out there if he wants. I'm waiting on you guys. Nice. Yeah, I do need one. Thanks, buddy. All right. Do we keep fighting these kids? I'm gonna make sure we secure this win for our team here. I like that. I'm up. I'm up top. I would love a UAV right now. I got you. In a minute. In a second. All right, they're they're up top here, Dave. I don't know how to ping him. He's broke. Shield broke. UAV. UAV is coming up. How do I throw it? Two here, I'm done. Oh, bad move. All right, they're at the water tower up top. Okay. Just take your time, just take your time. Because you're gonna be fighting two there, Dave. He's pushing right side of the building, far side, and then one is sniping you from down mid. Nice shots, uh, good try. Brandon's out here securing the dub though, we're good. <laughs> Did you take toys. that zip line up to the roof? Jeff? Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Like a bunch of nerds. Oh, that's not good. Uh, remember that time I ran straight into the smoke? Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Oh, whew. Wow. Nice. It's still coming! Nope. No! <laughs> I'm waiting up and it's still coming in. Don't even come for me, boys. I'll see you in 20 seconds. You're gonna have to survive for a minute here, Dave. 
trying to wait and see where 42 seconds, a new record. He's tier left, I thought. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna precision and move them, and that way we could get height if you want. Yep. I mean, honestly, if we kill anyone, we can take their guns. I guarantee they have it. Look at us, we're so sneaky. Oh, top right of the roof. We're good. Follow me, follow me. Airstrikes on him. We're underneath you, Brandon. Shit. How do you get on that wall and stay on that wall? There you go. There you go. What? I just pulled a David. All right, we're going to play low ground, Brandon. Sorry. On the ground, he's chasing me, Dave. One more around the corner. I broke that guy's shield. Are you yeah, guys probably. Up here? No, no, sorry. We're on floor underneath you. And the zone's pushing, and I gotta run. All right, how much time, guys? How much time? I got 30 bullets though, and three bullets. No, how did it kill me? I had a Mac 10. All right, I got the 30 bullets and a dream, boys. I was just Come looking back, for ammo. Back, I was just back, looking for ammo. Back, We're good. Mac 10. Come back. Uh, and beyond me. Ah, I thought they were all up top. He dropped. All right, guys, fourth place is about as good as we're going to get, I think, tonight. All right, well, Brandon, turns out we're worse than a bunch of preteens, but because it's the holidays, we're giving away the codes regardless. Consider this an act of kindness from Turtle Beach and the man behind the Project McManus. The code for this week is Brandon McManus. Make sure to use the code between now and the first Sunday in the new year, January 3rd, before the code expires. Turtle Beach, thanks as always for sponsoring the gameplay. And Brandon, we gunned down some noobs, but it's time now for Review and Rating. Brandon, it's time to talk about the new update for Call of Duty Warzone. What are your initial thoughts on Rebirth Island? I'm a, I'm a big fan. Uh, it's action-packed. Uh, obviously, if you just watched us play, uh, a lot of action, quick action, and uh, even if, if, you, if you're all about it, uh, you have a chance to come back as long as one of your teammates is still alive. So uh, I think it's, it's a unique and, and a fun action-packed mode. 
Now, how does it compare to classic Warzone? I know everyone's used to the normal Battle Royale. What do you like? What don't you like? And what would you add, if anything? Yeah, no, obviously the classic will always be the classic. Uh, but uh, the classic, like I said, is, is a little slower. Uh, this Rebirth Island, you have a lot of action to it. And um, so I, I'm a big, big fan of the Rebirth Island. And no, I, I think there's a lot of good things that the game has done. And um, you know, have the opportunity where you're aggressive team or sit back team. Rebirth Island gives you the opportunity to to get back in the game, whatever style you have. So uh, I love everything about it. I love that. With that said, though, on a scale of 1 to 100, where do you score it and why? I'd give it a, a 91. Uh, I, I was born in 1991, and I, I think that's a good grade. I think it's, I think it's a great game, a great feature. Um, I'm just a big fan of, of it altogether. I think uh, it's one of the good, great modes out there and uh, gives you an opportunity to be a little different map. So. Love that. B plus. For me, this is the perfect mode for my ADD. I mean, the new smaller map is ideal for my running gun play style. And I love that there's still choppers to mow people down like I got chopped up. The best part of this new mode, though, is it's way more forgiving. As you saw, I used as many of my respawns as I possibly could. And it's perfect for parties of all different skill levels. On a scale to Verdance to Mob of the Dead, I'd give it an Alcatraz, Brandon. It's pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, so much pleasure having you on the show tonight. Thanks for coming on, and thanks for being a great guest. Next time we have you on, though, I'll get us a matching pink Gucci jumpsuits or something else that you approve of. Love it. Look forward to your style for 2021. I love that. All right, all right. Thank you so much. Take care. Happy New Year to you and the family. Thank you. Same to you. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up one more time for the one and only Brandon McManus. Brandon McManus is scoring points and giving back in a big way. Check out his foundation, Project McManus, on Twitter, at Project McManus. And you can catch Brandon on all of his socials. His Twitter and Instagram are both at the Kid McManus. And, of course, always check out his gameplay on his Twitch channel over at twitch.tv slash McManus 8 It's that time of the show for me to go home and play... Anything but Christmas carols. Seriously, Molly's been blasting Mariah Carey on Spotify since Thanksgiving, and I'm about to lose it, folks. <laughs> Spotify doesn't have TV shows, but if it did, we'd be on there. And I'm just thinking of this show being on a podcast format. Yeah, that would never work. Can you imagine tuning in and hearing the sounds of gunshots, airstrikes, and zombies? You'd think, wow, this pandemic is really getting out of hand. <laughs> For now, you're going to have to settle with YouTube, Twitch, and the 50-plus streaming channels we're already on. Gamers, do what you millennials do best on your social media. That's right. I need you to like, comment, and share us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And go to the GamerHour.com website to see what we've got lined up for you in the new year. From Reuters Studio in Times Square, New York City, I'm Chris Puckett. Thanks for watching. Go unlock your Mac-10s, and I'll see you in 2021 on January 12th for a brand new episode with another world champion. Until then, stay frosty out there. We'll catch you in the new year for a brand new season of the Gamer Hour.